Hi family, welcome back. Thanks for being here. So today we're going to talk about meal planning. If you like these types of videos, let me know by hitting thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment and subscribe for more. Thank you guys so much for those of you who watched the 10 ways to reduce decision fatigue now and requested this video. If you haven't seen that video, I'll stick a link above. Now, before we get started, I wanna talk about a couple rules that you might want to keep in mind when doing these meal plans. The first rule is to keep it simple. Meals can be really simple, but I think we get hung up on the idea of flavor and certain addictions that we might have and just kind of overcomplicating the stuff because nature really has each meal prepared for us almost perfectly. It's kind of this like idea that I like thinking about, like if you want to pick an apple versus an apple pie, which is easier to make and what's healthier for you, of course it's the apple. And it's easy to overcomplicate the whole meal planning system when we are too tied to like certain flavors or like vices that we have. So the next rule is you're going to pick a base and stick with that base and you're only going to switch it up when your body tells you to. So this might be hard in the beginning because I know for me it was really stressful. I felt like I had to have like a very specific meal. Every time I sat down, I wanted it to be like restaurant quality and flavor and I had to have the experience and all that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm a foodie for sure. I love my food. But for the sake of keeping things super simple, getting healthy and actually really enjoying those moments when you do get out to eat and splurge a little bit, you know, like restaurant quality food. Um, you want to stick to a base and at least try to stick to that base in the beginning and feel it out, which is rule number three. You want to feel it out, get really honest with yourself and don't be afraid to experiment. Just because we pick a base that's a recipe that's been that way for like five years or for a hundred years of your family tradition, don't be afraid to swap and experiment. That's what's going to give you a lot of versatility and a lot of leverage or like uh, options right now, even though you're beginning this thing. So the last thing I want you to remember is that this is kind of like learning a new language. It's like when you move someplace new and you have to get the Google Maps out to figure it out. And then eventually you learn and you don't need Google Maps anymore. And you actually know like 10 different ways to get from point A to point B. This is kind of that same thing like at first, it, you will have to put effort and you will have to think about it, but eventually you'll get comfortable and you'll find that you don't really have, have to meal plan anymore. It just kind of sort of comes naturally. So anyways, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. There are two types of meals that I want to share with you. You've got your mono meals and your base meals. And for me, what mono meal is, is just going back to nature. Just like I said before, nature has already created us the most perfect food that you can possibly get. So the more that you can shop in the whole foods aisle and eat things as fresh as possible, even local, the better it's going to be for you. If you think that's too boring, then you can go ahead and like add some dips. So peanut butter and celery, hummus and carrots, guacamole and lettuce or kale. I mean, those sort of things kind of add a lot more versatility into the mono meals. But for us, it's super simple to just grab a bag, shove some carrots, shove some cucumbers and some apples and some nuts and go. And we're like good for our whole trip. So I really, really love the mono meals. It's really easy to digest and obviously really good for you. But obviously being a person who has grown up cooking and with parents who cook, I like meals too. So that's where the base meals come into place. So I'm gonna go ahead and write down um, a few base meals that I have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For breakfast, I have my smoothies. And then we also do like a, like a sweet grain. For my lunch, it's pretty simple. I like to go off the restaurant menu. Soup, salad, sandwich, 
And then for dinner, we like going with like a veggie meal. Typically we do like some type of saute or like wok thing. I like doing bowls, which is very similar, but it's got a grain base. And then we also do pastas. Of course, the smoothies don't have to stay at breakfast. The soups don't have to stay at lunch. This can all be mixed and matched in whatever way you feel suit. And as you can see, just with these simple base meals, we've got a lot of diversity that we can get out of these. So let's go ahead and talk about a few of these base meals and how I do them. A uh, simple rule of thumb is just do what works for you. I'm just sharing with you how I do it and how it works for me. You might not like these meals. These might seem completely foreign to you. Um, really just try to get some base like meals or recipes and kind of pick apart what makes that recipe and then work from there. So what I mean by this is like my smoothies, for example, um, I'm going to pick it apart. Usually it has like a liquid. Um, it's got bananas and it's got some type of extra fruit or like berry in it. And then it's got uh, greens. You look at the sweet grain, for example, and this is literally like some type of grain plus sweetener. There's also probably some liquid in most of these, yeah. And then we come down here to soup, and you've got broth. I like to put veggies in mine, and spices. My salads, obviously I got some greens, plus veggies, plus some form of dressing. So you can see how we're breaking down like what categories of ingredients are within each of these. And all of them are pretty simple. Like you're not gonna get any that have more than like five types of categories in them at the most. Sandwich usually involves some type of green or wrap, veggies, and plus some kind of like dip or spread. And then for my veggies, it's usually just veggies and spices, maybe some oils or some like type of homemade sauce so I could put sauce here for my bowls it's the same thing I got grain and the same thing as the veggies for the most part and then pastas well I guess I guess pasta is the same thing we usually have grain veggies sauce so as you can see you can mix and match here as much as you want um, some of you guys might add meats to this I we eat a little bit of meat. We try to reduce it as much as possible. So maybe with the bowl, we might add like fish. Usually we try to eat everything else as simple as possible. And this is obviously super, super healthy. Now the cool thing is aside from being healthy and simple, this is actually really cheap. The thing that I noticed is that a lot of people say that eating healthy is more expensive. And I will agree that like when, even when it comes to these base things, a lot of it is more expensive. But where you can lose a lot of money and eating healthy is actually going for the specialty items. They're the things that take extra processing to give you like a specific dynamic. Like for example, like uh, meat-free meat, like soy meat, nut milks, nut butters, dehydrated foods like kale or freeze-dried fruits. Those sort of things are going to be expensive. They're specialty items. They're premium things coming from premium ingredients and it takes kind of a process to make and preserve and keep it just as healthy as possible. So when you eat like this in the bulk or the whole food section, it's not really that much more to really actually eat healthy and get a really good variety of nutrients and just whole meals. So that's my little shtick on eating healthy and making it super simple for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to break this down now. If I'm planning my meals, I don't set a time limit. 
For you, you could to begin with just to see how it works because I know that I had a hard time feeling like I needed like a specific or a unique meal to every single meal. The idea here is to let your body collect the nutrients that it needs and then allow it to move you to switch things up. So for example, if I'm gonna start with my smoothie, the liquid might be almond milk, coconut milk. So you could change up the different types of milk, hazelnut milk, rice milk. Bananas are a staple for me in my smoothie. It doesn't have to be for yours. Like sometimes you could do apples. Um, fruit or berry, I really like the blueberries. And if you are not familiar with this smoothie, this is really the best way to make it. It's like milk, bananas, blueberries or strawberries, and then greens like spinach. But let's say I get bored of that. Then I can switch this to like apple juice. I could put strawberries and pineapples here. Ah, I'm running out of space. Um, I can go ahead and add kale. So that totally changes the whole smoothie up. And as you can see, it still keeps the same categories or base ingredients. And that is really what my meal planning system is all about. It's not about going into these complex recipes and buying a recipe book and then spending an hour and a half, two hours in the kitchen. That's why when a lot of you guys ask me for more recipes, I'm like, uh, I don't really have any because this is how I eat. It's just so simple. It's not gonna be anything new to you guys other than like this is the same recipe, but there's like quinoa instead of rice, you know? So the sweet grain, um, some examples I have of that is just straight up cereal some organic cereal or oats with honey, or sometimes we like doing rice mixed with protein powder. That's pretty simple. And basically what it comes down to is, am I bored with smoothie today? Well, yeah, so I'm just gonna have some type of sweet grain meal. What I like to do is, like I said before, I don't plan like a specific amount of time for this. I just eat the same breakfast every single day until my body gets bored. And then when it gets bored, I get to fall back on the sweet grain. What I like about the grain is it just sits there and it's got a really long expiration date. So I don't have to worry about eating it before it goes bad, unlike some of the fresh fruits. So if I don't feel like a smoothie today, then I'll eat the sweet grain. Then I'll probably go back to my, my smoothie tomorrow. And if I still feel like I'm tired of that smoothie, that's when I change things up. If for some reason you just don't want smoothie and you don't want grain, then you need to find yourself a different base meal to work with. So for my soups, broth, veggies, spices, that's pretty simple. A lot of times I'll go and get pho broth and then I'll buy my own Annie Chung's like um, brown rice noodles and then add a bunch of veggies because for me the, the bone broth does like really, really good to my whole like adrenal fatigue and everything. And, um, and then you can add spices if you don't do that. Like one of our other things we do is like veggie broth. This is like super simple, veggie broth plus like carrots, onion, squash. You could do celery, ginger, and just like add a bunch of spices that you think will be good. I love like rosemary and pepper in that. And just switching up the spices alone can do a lot in changing the way your recipe tastes. If you throw like cumin, ginger, turmeric into it, it's got that like Thai or Indian flavor to it. If you do something more traditional like rosemary and pepper, then it's got kind of more of a festive, I don't know, like what you would eat at Thanksgiving, I guess. So just changing up the spices alone can make a huge difference in your meals. We like to make our broth and veggies and not add the spices until we cook it per meal because that allows the flavors to change. With the salads, that's pretty easy, greens, veggies, and dressing. As far as dressing goes, my favorite is literally uh, Bragg's Liquid Aminos plus lemon juice. 
and it's pretty simple. I like taking the mixed greens, throwing them in there. If I feel like it, like I need more color or nutrients, like I feel kind of unbalanced, I'll go ahead and switch up the colors of my veggie. So if you don't know what to eat or you're having a hard time with like ideas, just try something new. Like if I'm looking for purple and I've done purple eggplant, I might try purple onions or purple potatoes. Try something new. It's not always gonna taste the best, but this is how you learn how to make it good. Like, like they say, kind of like trust your gut. And there's like a pun intended there because your gut is where the food's going and it will tell you what it wants. But try to experiment and be open-minded and not go back to your vices like going to like a fast food like drive through or whatever unless unless it's intentional so here we go we've got veggies and spices this is super easy i just saute the veggies and i add spices sometimes we bake veggies like we'll bake sweet potatoes asparagus eggplants and add different spices or make a sauce like i said our go-to is hummus and guac so the next meal is sandwiches this is pretty easy that's a no-brainer you could put two pieces of bread together two pieces of naan you can put a tortilla and just stuff it with all your ingredients switch it up when it comes to dip our favorite dips are hummus and guacamole and so coming down to like the veggie meals we typically throw a whole bowl of veggies together saute them together to get our flavor we like peppers and onions and ginger or we can go ahead and bake veggies like potatoes, eggplants, or asparagus, and then we will serve them with some type of sauce. Oftentimes, hummus and guac. Sometimes it's salsa, or sometimes we'll actually look up a recipe for a specific type of sauce, be it teriyaki or whatever. We're looking for a specific flavor. So it makes it really simple. We actually diversify our food by switching up the ingredients, changing the dressing, sauce, and spices, and the basic components of it keeps it really simple. Um, bowls are basically the same thing except we add a base of green. This is like when you go to, what is that? Bowl, fire, flame, flame broiler. There's a restaurant in California, or it's not even a restaurant, it's like a fast food place. You walk into and they literally, they put like your rice, your veggies, and meat on top. Like ours is pretty simple. It's like the same thing. We put our rice, our quinoa, or whatever, put our, all our veggies and then our spices and sauce on top. And then if you do want to add meat, you can add your meat. Pastas are basically the same thing. It's like spaghetti, right? But instead of just like spaghetti and marinara, we will do different types of noodles, like black bean noodles, spinach noodles. We'll switch it up with aioli that we make, which is kind of like a guac. Like we do like a avocado aioli. You can mix different types of hummus into it, or like I said, make your own sauce. So it's really trying hard not to make this long-winded, but it does take a lot of these dynamic principles, I think, to really be able to stick to the meal plan. And at the end of the day, just experiment and play with it. Like I said, probably the biggest thing that simplifies this whole system for me is not trying to think of every single meal, but really planning like one to two options of each meal and having those available to me or having a couple different ingredients that I can mix and swap so that if I do wake up and I don't want the smoothie that I had yesterday, I can take out the spinach and the blueberries and substitute it for strawberries, pineapple, and kale and have a completely different smoothie. You will be surprised how doing this, your body will start to learn the language of good food and it will start to recalibrate and actually talk to you. It will actually be, uh, begin to tell you what nutrients you're missing based on its cravings. But you have to be able to detach and get off of the addictive food first. The stuff that alters your taste buds and alters your cravings like high sugar, lots of salt, too many spices, uh, fried foods, 
processed foods, those sort of things actually alter the way you taste and feel about food and it makes this really difficult. So I didn't really mean for this video to be like a health speech or like on getting better food, but I realized that eating simply adds a lot of value to my life, not just in reducing decision fatigue, but in allowing me to eat healthy and saving money in my wallet. And I really hope that you guys got a lot of value out of this. So if you have any other questions, let me know in the comments below. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up and thank you again so much for joining me. I really hope you liked this video. Until next time, be good. Be great, be great, be good, be thankful. All those things, just be the best that you can be and remember to have gratitude out there. You have so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful for you and I'll see you next time.